Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of But Am I Wrong? Starring two people who have not once ever, 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 ever? in their lives ever been wrong. I'm trying to make my eyes look more open. <laughs> <laughs> we do a whole podcast like this. <laughs> and I have been currently, no, I can, you've got so much white in your eyes. Look, me, like, no matter no, what. It's just when we're recording, there's just nothing. I don't know why. When I look back at the edits, I'm like, where are the- Open your eyes, bitch. Yes. I'm awake. I don't know why. 
Yeah. So I'm not. I'm I'm like I'm here in in body. I'm not here in mind, nor am I here in spirit. So it's going to be a roller coaster of emotion in this episode where we've got lots of different segments. We'll get into each of them before we actually get into each of them. <laughs> That's a sentence that made sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, you should just know that all you really need to know for this is that we're never wrong. And um, the quicker you learn that, the better. It would help so many people. It really would. So um, do you remember, I guess we can get into our first, well, we should introduce ourselves. My name is Megan. And I'm Melissa. And together we create art. <laughs> <laughs> we create your favorite podcasts. It's um, it's a burden that we carry, but we're, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do that heavy lifting. Someone's got to carry that load. So um, our first segment, well, actually, before we get into all of it, you should know that one of the best parts of this podcast is you get to vote who you think is wrong in each segment over on our Instagram stories. And then we read the results of those on our Friday episodes called Fisting Friday. Don't ask why we named it that. If you're new here, it is solely just because we made it once as a joke and now it's stuck. So Unlike think ahead, the fist. kids. Exactly. Fist comes in and out real quick, only mm-hmm. on Fridays. We stay lubed up. We, we stay primed, ready. We stay stay in alert. Um, so, yeah. Do you remember who went first last time? Yeah, what? me. But speaking of, my niece and nephew said, we found you on Google. And I said, no, don't Google me. You said, and they post, said, post the laptop. we know now. <laughs> we know about you, you nasty. No, they're like, we know now not to look. Um, we learned the hard way auntie (laughs) our bad that's on us we won't do it again we should have listened and you're like and that's a life lesson little ones yep all right i went first last time so you're up great let's see what i wrote down (laughs) so our first segment is called but am i wrong and that's when we get into something from our own personal lives that we may have been wrong about or a hot take this is my lukewarm take i think if it's a hot take i would love to hear why people are opposed to this we need to bring back the instagram like page where you can see what the people who you are following what they have liked because when i tell i think i've told you this offline when i tell you the jump scare of a lifetime that i had which it wasn't even a jump scare because like i knew it was coming that i was on a uh, a news post and it was a horrific headline um and not something that anyone should agree with and i saw someone i know was like like and i was like good god so um i i when we find when we come across those in the wild it's very jarring and you know sometimes when you have to get a confirmation you suddenly have to be like looking through like the babylon b and you go if i'm having to look through this feed to see who who is like what what and what you already know you're in for a bad time but also bring it back make it easier don't let these people don't don't let it skate by so easy to don't don't let it don't make me have to put in all of this legwork like let me know let me know i thoroughly enjoy the like page i feel like it was here and there so fast and it was a yeah. great time when it existed i remember all the women that michael b jordan was liking i knew when he uh-huh. was online yep. <laughs> i was tracking that man's every move from that page <laughs> I was watching my shots just fly out the window, but, you know, at least I knew my competition. He was like, short, thick girls. I'm like, I'm in there. And here I was going, well, I can just keep hoping. (laughs) Praying for a scrawny white girl amongst them. And he's like, not once ever. And I'm like, okay, 
Okay, stay strong, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was helpful. I know. And why'd they get rid of it? Who are we protecting? We shouldn't be protecting anyone. If you don't, in the same way where I love when I'm on TikTok and just randomly scrolling and see somebody that I know has commented on something, I love it. I want to see, because Instagram doesn't give me the same, because I'm not just scrolling. Instagram for me is for people I know and TikTok is for people I don't know. And there was a TikTok for some reason. I can't remember what it was, but Mons and I were like dying at it. We looked at the comment and you were like, you, you, yours just popped right up and we were both dying. I need to ask him when he gets comes back upstairs here, remembers which one it was. Because <laughs> he was like, of course. And I was like, of course. It could have been a cruise one. Great. I'm unsure though. Yeah. I, actually, I don't think I've commented a lot about the cruise stuff yet. Mm. Um, it's coming. I love, yeah, I, I'm just, I want to get to know people before I, yeah, before you know, because I feel like there's going to be, there's going to be some shocks. we got nine months. There's going to be some yeah. shocks and I don't want my comments on somebody's page when we come out. Of her yeah. But I would like to know because I don't want all of a sudden somebody pops up with a video with somebody else that's quite controversial. Somebody that I liked very much. Yeah. And then. I'm thrown for a loop. Disappointed was the word that I responded when you said thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I just said disappointment. That is also what um, Allison said too. Yeah. So I'm just like, I just want to know who who paid what amount of money to to remove this feature because like the the feature benefited so many and only harmed a select handful because I'm also like, you're already publicly liking on your goddamn fucking public account. Like, yeah. What do you mean you want it to be like more secretive? I just think that we as we as a society, we as women, we as humans deserve the like page back. Bring it back. Bring it back. I specifically wanted it last week. We're on the same page. Yep. (laughs) Same fucking page. So that is my um, take. If anyone knows why it's gone, anyone has any insight, we'll keep you anonymous. Let us know. Maybe somebody at instagram got in trouble with that's what i'm thinking yeah i'm sorry i forgot to take my gummy vitamins like a child okay your focus ones this one's for active immunity (laughs) oh yeah you because right now the immunity has been pretty inactive Mm -hmm. (laughs) dormant immunity Mm -hmm. all right mine i don't it's a a hot take but i don't think yeah i was still swallowing and going (laughs) It was just in my I was throat. like, "Damn, is this really hot or not?" That ha ha ha. I don't. I don't think it's hot for us, but okay. or our audience. But I think other people think it mm-hmm. is. So mine is Tesla needs to be stopped. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> These are toys. These are actually supposed to be cars, my man, not toys. So a Tesla factory robot reportedly attacked a worker and left them yeah. bleeding. Do you know why? Not to victim blame, but do you think they've been saying thank you? Probably not. So it happened in 2021, but for some reason, we're just now hearing about it. It's just now getting to the news. A witness allegedly observed the robot at the Giga Texas factory pin an engineer down and claw him at his back and his arms. And it caused a trail of blood on the factory floor. That's a horror film. Yes. 
the engineer was able to break free from assembly after a robot colleague pressed the emergency stop button. So if someone hadn't been around. We know no, it was a different robot colleague. Yeah, like a somebody that works in assembly with the robot. <laughs> Like oh, a I real person. Or an actual robot. robot. That would be so terrifying. Like, it was Bumblebee being like, <laughs> gotta turn on Megatron. Wow. Yeah. So when the person was released from the clutches of this robot, they reportedly tumbled a few feet down a chute intended for collecting scrap aluminum. This is final destination. There was also an open wound on their left hand. The robot was designed to handle freshly cast aluminum car parts. And according to reports, Tesla said the engineer's injuries did not require him to take any time off of work. I'm shocked. Elon Musk has said that it's getting blown out of proportion and doesn't understand why somebody dug up a story from two years ago. And my question is, why was this in the news two years ago? On top of this, there's been so many Tesla controversies. In 2021, seven women came forward and claimed that they were having, they had faced sexual harassment and discrimination at the Fremont factory. And then in 2022, a California judge ruled that sexual harassment lawsuit could move to court, rejecting Tesla's request to a closed door arbitration. In 2016, the National Highway and Traffic Administration took issue with Tesla's use of NDAs regarding customer repairs. And in 20, October 2021, they formally asked Tesla to explain its NDA policy. And the reason why they have NDAs is so that they can't report things that are happening, like malfunctions in the car and things like that. Well, if anyone has any questions about how well Teslas are functioning, might I encourage you to go to the text drive just by the Tesla repair shop in so um, many cars the, Melissa. I drove by with Mazda's parents and they were like, oh, is that which is one that were the, you the at? Tesla dealership? It's by Ikea. OK, there's one in Culver City, too, that there's so oh, many okay. cars at, too. So but this one, this is like, you know, it's Ikea. It's far mm-hmm. away from L.A. Mm-hmm. And so they like. They were like, oh, my God, there's a Tesla dealership here. And I was like, no, guys, those are the repairs. They're overflowing yeah. onto the street. Same like, with the one in Culver so City. so bad. Yeah. I'm like, it's the worst PR ever. And they have so much like Tesla flags, Tesla mm-hmm. branding, like so much. And I'm like, you're literally just advertising the fact that like all of these cars are broken. Yep. In 2019, a former Tesla security manager filed a whistleblower complaint alleging that the company had hacked employees' phones and spied on them. Casual. In September 2019, a judge ruled that 12 actions in 2017 and 2018 by Musk and other Tesla executives violated labor laws because because they sabotaged employees' attempts to unionize. The U.S. National Labor Relations Board ordered Musk to remove a tweet and reinstate a fired employee over union organization activities. The California Civil Rights Department filed a suit in 2022 alleging a pattern of racial harassment and biases. A former black worker described the work environment at Tesla's Buffalo plant as very racist place. They had something weird that happened on Juneteenth in 2020 that approximately 100 former employees have submitted signed statements alleging that Tesla discriminates specifically against black people. And I haven't, I can't find what this Juneteenth incident yeah. was. Seems like they're trying to keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. 
We'll hear about it in two years. Yeah. Also, this man won a million dollars in his discrimination case against Tesla. And then also Tesla, like during COVID, they were criticized because Musk had sought exempt to exempt the Tesla Fremont factory from government stay at home orders and urged people to go to work. And in an earnings call in April, he was heard calling the public health orders fascist. So that's just a few of the reasons. There's so many more. You can Google it, but stop. Don't support Tesla. They need to be stopped. Yeah. And they're not good cars. No. Point blank. Like, if they were good cars and you're like, separate the art from the artist. The artist is bad and the art is bad. Mm -hmm. Follow any detailer on TikTok. They'll tell you how shitty Teslas are. Mm -hmm. I saw a thread of someone who was like talking about on Twitter about how like there was like some like issue with theirs and they were like talking to like the repair people at Tesla and they were like, you know, we haven't been around as long as like Honda and Toyota and all those places. We're still ironing out the kinks and you're here with us on this on our first voyage. And the guy was like, I, I don't want that. Like that yeah. is like you're not instilling like support and like um comfort and security in your customer base by the saying things like that. Not at all. And cars have been around for years if you can't improve on what already exists then you shouldn't be making cars just maybe just don't do it mm -hmm. we will be fine we don't need it well you're not wrong i wholeheartedly agree with you and i do think it's a great time to remind everyone this is a fact that i recently learned that the little boy from love actually is married to elon musk's esquire ex-wife i thought she was married he was married to his like his daughter no ex-wife well, that's not a reminder to me. That is new information. <laughs> it's brand new information. I like knew he was married to someone that it was like related to it. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, shit. So, How old is she? I don't know. But that little boy look was a lot little like he and Karen Knightley were closer in age than Karen Knightley was to most of the other cast. Oh, he was a petite boy. OK. I think he was like 13 in that or something. Which ex-wife? I don't know. Tallulah How many are there? Or Justine. Tallulah. Tallulah and him were married twice. Oh, that's a that's embarrassing. Oh, she's 38. Okay. He's 33. Who's Brody? Thomas Brody Sangster. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Well, that's all I got for this segment. We're going to take a break. And when we get back, we'll get into But Are You Wrong? <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're gonna get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like 
this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. (gasps) When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. back and it's time for but are you wrong this is where we read your submissions which you send into but am i wrong pod at gmail.com and you tell us about uh, a circumstance or situation that you are that's weighing on you that you're wondering if you were the hero or the villain if you were wrong if you will be wrong if you would be wrong so you know all the different tenses of that and we rule with our sparkly little gavels and we tell you so first up hi eminem love y'all and thanks oh Keep it under 300 words and um, it's all anonymous. So if you if it's like involves a lot of other people, use fake names and yeah. Hi, M&M. Love y'all and thanks for always giving me something to listen to while I get ready. You're welcome. I'm a bartender at a really nice bar and one of my regulars who I've known for a little over a year wants to buy me a matching Van Cleef bracelet and necklace set for Christmas. While this is obviously very, very generous, I simply don't need such extravagant gifts. I've told him many times that while I appreciate it, he really doesn't need to, but he insists and showed me yesterday that he's already purchased a set. I've been having car trouble lately. Cost of living is high where I am and my heart medicine isn't covered by insurance. So that's like $400 a month on top of regular bills, et cetera, et cetera. My finances are pretty tight. And while I'm very blessed to have it handled, I budget well and I'm good about making investments for my future. There are just other things that would help me more and be more meaningful than designer items. Wearing such expensive things while knowing I have other financial stuff that needs to be taken care of would feel so wrong. Would I be wrong if I sold the jewelry and used the money to purchase a good replica to wear around him and use the rest towards trading in for a more reliable car instead? You would not be wrong at all. Literally, I was about to say, buy a freaking replica and then do your thing. Also, stop resisting expensive gifts from people who want to buy you expensive gifts. You, you say, no, 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 you really don't need to do that one time. And then the next time you just laugh it off. Yeah, I love this for you. Me too. It's already passed. So I Show hope that picks. you... Yes, yeah, and this picks... Hope you get a great money for this. And uh, I wholeheartedly stand by this. The only thing, make sure you get the warranty from him too. Yeah. 
if he didn't give it to you already, make sure you get the warranty on it just so that you specifically have it so you can use it and get it more money when you go sell it. But take it. I also, this might be the hottest take in the world. I think Van Cleef is so ugly. It is just the idea that it would cost that much. And it's not even like sometimes they'll have diamonds in it. But I'm like, if it's going to cost that much, like I need it to be, I need diamonds. Like I need, I need some stone stones, not just a little like gold. Yeah. So I'm glad that he's giving you something that is so easily replicable because like if he gave me like a, if a diamond tennis necklace, that would actually be very hard to part with. Yeah. Like you'd be like, fuck, I want to keep this. And Van Cleef, it's like Cartier. Like you, there's a dime a dozen in the replica market. So I'm excited for you. Send yeah. pics. Yeah. What kind of car are you going to get? Get a couple replicas just so you have the exact same one. So then when he sees it, you know, in case it tarnishes or something. Facts. But good for you. Yeah, good for you. All right, next one. Hi, Eminem. I know you two wonderful women have different backgrounds when it comes to religion, so I need your advice. I don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) My best friend, 24, she, her, has been with her fiance, 30, he, him, for two years, and they got engaged this summer. He is very religious and she is not. Throughout their relationship, she has started to attend church with him though still not really feeling like she identifies with it herself. She's always been open and honest with me about her feelings on this topic, so I tried to push her to be honest with him as well. Well, things came to a head when after asking his pastor to officiate their wedding, he told her she essentially needs to identify with his religion by their wedding next fall, and she'll need to move out of their apartment to abstain from any ungodly activities. And she has a month to decide if this is something she wants to do. Throughout their relationship, she was constant. She was consistently questioning him on what happens if she was never able to fully identify with his beliefs. And he has always said it wouldn't be a deal breaker. As her best friend, I don't want to see her pushed into something that she has communicated over and over again to me that she isn't ready for and isn't even sure if she wants and sort of holding her accountable to everything she said to me about what she wants. I don't know what to do. I mean, I wouldn't think you would be wrong for bringing this like up to her, but I can't imagine that she's also not thinking the same things you're thinking. This should have been something that was handled a long time ago. Well, he lied. He said it wasn't a deal breaker for him. For him, but it is, I mean, it still might not be like a deal breaker but like it would she would he be okay to be married by somebody else that would be the deal break like the actual deal breaker part he can have anyone do this he could have the friend get officiated and do this they don't have to be married by the minister yeah so that is what i would say is would he be open to being married by someone else and then after that after that reaction that would be yeah like did that come from the pastor did that come from him that would have come from a pastor i think yeah but he was like okay like fine i mean i point blank i think like religious differences like active practicing religious differences are like it it just is a deal breaker and Mm -hmm. i say this as someone who like is not religious that i would if i was dating someone who was religious i would know that like it is a deal breaker for me as well. And I think like we kind of just view it as like, oh, the person who's an active participant in religion, it's if it's a deal breaker for them or not. Um, because on the other side of it, if you're an atheist or you're agnostic, 
it can be like, oh, well, you're not being tolerant of someone else's, you know, religion in that sense. And that if you if it's your deal breaker and if they're fine with it, but you have to like, you know, if people want to have kids later on in mm-hmm. life. But religion is such a huge part of people's like core life and belief system that like that's not something that I think you know it, it, you, you would have to if you have two different faiths like what do you if you have kids are those kids like what do you want them to learn what do you want them to believe at all even if you're not going to have kids I just think that it's pretty unrealistic to be like oh it's not a deal breaker but then you're also asked to participate in religious aspect like mm-hmm. if it wouldn't be a deal breaker then the default would be no religion not your religion yeah yep you know agree because you know i have things that i would prefer like i would prefer to be someone that like with someone that believes in god but like not churchy <laughs> It's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fair. Yeah. And thankfully, there's a lot of people in L.A. like that. Yes, there are. <laughs> big, big L.A. vibe. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, I don't think that you would be wrong for like bringing it up. I think you would be wrong if you like didn't say anything and just like silently supported it. Yeah. Because I think religion is a really touchy subject. And you always want your people. You're always afraid of being offensive to other people's like religions without being like, this is her life too. So I think like being that voice of reason and being like, you know, you can just say no to this. Like, this is like not cool. I think I, if I was in her shoes, I would feel really appreciative of like my friend just shooting it to me straight. Yes. And then also I would say this seems like a very conservative church too. Yeah. So I don't know if it's even an option where they could maybe go to visit like a more liberal church and they would have more relaxed they wouldn't care about your living situation at all Mm -hmm. so like he may like find a minister like it can still be someone that's a religious minister but they don't care about you abstaining yeah i think it's like you also have to figure out if it's is is her partner talking through the pastor Mm -hmm. like is it like oh i'm not going to be the bad guy like he will he's going to set these things but if he's not I think it's on him to like lead the charge of being like, oh, this is not going to work for us because he's the one who wants to incorporate religion. But also, yeah, I think like he's just defaulting to his, we have to incorporate his religion. And that doesn't, that to me sounds like it is a deal breaker. Yeah. (laughs) To not. Yeah. So maybe find a non denominational church and it'll be better if he still like wants a relationship with God and then it's not clicking for her, maybe going to a different type of church might help if she Mm -hmm. is willing to do that. But if not, this might not be the right place to be. Yeah. Well, best of luck to your friend and best of luck to you. This is a stressful situation to Mm -hmm. be in as a friend as well. Shall we take a quick break before we get into our final segment? Oh yeah, baby. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Well, we're back from our break, and it's time for our... Final segment, but are they wrong? AKA what of the week, AKA Rachel of the week, where we nominate the worst of the week, the worst of any specific time period. And we publicly shame them. We talk shit and we all say, boo, 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 tomato, tomato, tomato. And I would like to nominate something that I wanted to talk about for so fucking long. And I've talked about it offline with so many people. I'm nominating Panera. <laughs> Fuck you, Panera. Yeah. Fuck you, Panera. So if anyone has missed this, Panera has this thing called Panera Charged Lemonade, which has not been um, accurately depicted or advertised as uh, being in, an insane amount of caffeine. And they also released it at the same time that they released these like Panera rewards, something along the lines of free refills. So it is a self-serve drink with free refills that people are not being told how much caffeine is in it because also lemonade is not something that typically has caffeine in it. So um, it is horrible. Um, and it is advertised charged lemonade as plant-based and clean with, and then it in smaller print. And if you have to go online, which some people only found this online because they were diabetic and were trying to see how much sugar was in it. So even like the sugar initially wasn't advertised as it, as it is in a lot of their other drinks. And they had to go online and were like, oh, thank God I looked at this and saw this. It's got 390 milligrams of caffeine and a 30, 30 fluid ounce charged lemonade has more caffeine in total than any size of Panera's dark roast coffee. And the large cup contains more caffeine than a content of a standard can of Red Bull Monster Energy drinks combined, plus the equivalent of nearly 30 teaspoons of sugar. And the FDA says a healthy adult can safely consume 400 milligrams of caffeine a day. But let's remember, this drink, 390. And it's not advertised. So two people have died. Mm -hmm. Like, straight up just died from this. One girl had a pre-existing heart condition and would not have drank this if she had known that this was what the contents were. And another one was a man named Dennis Brown, who 
it hasn't been, I don't think it's been officially released, but had an unspecified chromosomal deficiency disorder, a developmental delay, and a mild intellectual disability. He lived independently, frequently stopping at Panera after his shifts at the supermarket. Because he had high blood pressure, he did not consume energy drinks. So again, like, this is not being advertised or marketed as energy drink in store. And that is the cause of death. And it, it is just uh, horrific and awful. And I hate them. And the position of them in the store is, again, self-serve next to other things that do not contain caffeine. And I know that, like, I frequented Panera when I was in college. And, like, this would have been something that you would have no idea. And there are people who are on TikTok who are like, oh, my God, I love these drinks. And people are like, um, hey, girl, have you looked at the ingredients? Because, like, you are talking a lot faster than normal. And they were, like, talking like this and like that. And they didn't even realize that they had been consuming all of this. And a lot of people were drinking this regularly who then suddenly became incredibly dependent on a super, super, super fucking high amount of caffeine with people who don't drink caffeine in their normal lives. Like the the aspect of like consumption consent of like knowing what you're consuming, knowing what you're drinking, knowing what you're taking. And the fact that like we trust big, especially like we trust like big chain restaurants and things like this. Like you think of like there's all these regulations and all these things to follow well, no, of course, I'm not going to like have something sketchy, have something bad. And it reminds me a lot of like the natural stimulants or the certain one that they sell at gas stations, which like oh, yeah. people have found are like essentially like, synthetic heroin and all of these things. Like we put all of this trust in corporations while we also put like we hate big pharma, which, again, that's like a fine thing to like be questioning a lot of things about pharmaceutical companies. But we then put our trust in like capitalism and like these other companies that they're all they're fucking everyone else over. And like, I just think that Panera is like royally fucked up. And the fact that they haven't pulled this from shelves immediately, because regardless of you change the signage and if it becomes like a McDonald's lawsuit where they now have to like heat it to a certain temperature and they have to say caution hot on the cups or whatever that is. Nobody needs this amount of caffeine, let alone this amount of caffeine self-serve. And in good conscience, you should not you this should not be allowed. It's so unnecessary. Caffeine's like a it's a drug. Like it is something that like you get addicted to and you need. And when you're withdrawing from it, like you have symptoms. And I think it's like such a clear depiction of corporate greed at the expense of like legitimately people's lives. And I don't currently eat at Panera, but if anyone does like i would be fully boycotting like consuming anything there just because to put your consumers lives at risk and then to not pull the thing off of shelves that has been doing that said thing like you had to have predicted that this is going to happen there's really no other outcome like what the fuck else would you think this would be the best case scenario is you just get a bunch of people addicted to insanely high amounts of caffeine which is also like unethical as fuck so fuck panera fuck panera and there's wonderful recipes on pinterest for like Panera dupes if you want some broccoli cheddar soup or something like that. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And as somebody whose heart would probably stop, like that freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. All right. Mine is, and I may be mispronouncing this person's name, but their name is Nusha, N-E-U-S-H-A, Alexandra Afkami, A-F-K-A-M-I. She's 27 and she was riding in an Uber and was mad that the driver wasn't going as fast as she wanted them to go. So she took their phone and tossed it out the window. That's going to slow you down real fast. Yeah. And when he got out to get his phone, she jumped into the driver's seat 
and stole his car. What were we running from? She was going to the airport, so who knows? I was almost made a joke. Was she going to the airport? She was going to the airport. I, my guesses are LAX, Houston, Atlanta, Denver, Chicago. You're in the right vicinity, Austin. Oh, okay. I don't, I've never been to that airport. All those other ones I've been to, and like there are huge and stressful airports. So um, he was driving a 2016 Chevy Cruze. Officers located her at the airport attempting to board a flight. She was found in possession of the victim's wallet, which she had put her Chase Visa card in. Okay. She had his card on her, as well as a credit card. There was also a receipt that showed that she had used the card at the airport to shop and purchase half a pound bag of cactus candy and several other items totaling $130. So she had time before her flight. She did. Good God. She's been charged with unauthorized use of motor vehicle, state felony, a state jail felony. She got credit card abuse and state jail felony. She was booked in the Travis County Jail under a $16,000 bond. She claimed that she felt like she was being kidnapped, but officers noted that she did not call 911. So when do you know if this was like for the holidays? It was just it was a couple weeks ago. It was before the holidays. Because I'm just like imagining like you're stressing, you're texting your friend. Because I think if like the amount of times like I've been in the back of an Uber and I'm like, I'm not going to make this flight. This person's driving so fucking slow. And like I'm texting lots an update. And then he's like, are you going to make your flight? You're going to make your flight. And like you're like, I'm running through. Oh, my God, I had time. I picked up candy. And then I'd be like, psych, I'm actually not going to be able to make it. I've I've been booked. And he was like on a job. And I go, no, in jail. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, man, like that's like. Oh, so you rushed so fast, you so far, so quickly, you ended up in a worse position than where you started. It's a little crazy. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So that that's my worst of the week. I love that. You will also note, everybody, we are not nominating Simone Biles' husband because I actually don't know that man's name. <laughs> Simone Biles' husband. I know. Nor do I know what he does. And so it just feels like, you know, I don't... Simone Piles has so much going on in her life and like her husband is who? I only know that he plays football because she was on the sidelines one game and had a custom jet. Some a fan brought her a fan of whatever team he plays for brought her a customized you mean a jacket. A fan of Simone Biles yes. brought her a custom jacket. Yes. Because I don't think he's ever gotten off the bench. And I by the way, I asked Moss, I said and I looked up his name and I said, do you know who this is? And he goes, no. And I go, he plays for the NFL. And he goes, no, he doesn't. And I was like, he does. What team? And I'm like, no, he does. He does. He does. And I tell him, he goes, that man does not play for the NFL. And I said, that's Simone Biles' husband. He looks him up and he goes, he does not play. He sits on the bench. And like, there are times where there have been like bachelor contestants who I've been like, who like, it'll say like pro like football player or like X. And I'll ask Moss and like, the vast majority of them, he'll be like, no, no, no. And the couple of them, he'll be like, yeah, no, I know who that is. I know who that is. And he had no idea who this man was. He looked him up and he was like, I don't believe you. That's how you know this man does not play for the NFL. He warms the bench for the NFL. Ladies, don't let a man's light shine you. Just just be like Olympia's dad. Be like Oprah's partner. Be like Marco Robbie's husband. Yeah, Dolly Parton's husband who never shows uh-huh. his face. We haven't seen that man. No, we saw a picture of them one time. We never know a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to that man. Like there are so many people 
Kamala's husband, mm-hmm. the first husband. Like, come on, ride your ticket. Right. That's hikey worse to me than someone who's like a gold digger. Like someone who's like, no, no, no. I want to get the fucking star on top of the tree. I want to get the prize. And then I want to make that prize feel so shitty about themselves that I become the prize. Like, I'm like, I'd rather you just be asking me for my money then. Did you see Sprinkle Sprinkle's response to it? No, but I'm I sure will send it, it to you. So I, the thing is, I never know if her videos are old or new because she used the shittiest camera. And, but also, people are <laughs> recording potato. it from her YouTube, so it's already yeah, bad. Well, her potato, I mean, her potato, her YouTube quality is not good. And first and foremost, <laughs> so I sometimes I'm like, I this video could be 20 years and old. And what she says is timeless. Yes. What she and it says applies is to every situation. And so, and so when this like, popped up, I was like, oh, so she's like active like this. <laughs> We're talking about current events. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I haven't seen that. That's fucking funny though. She has two two different people asked her about it on her live stream. And she has two oh, different responses it. that are both iconic. Have you seen where people are like, holy shit i didn't know how hard white girls stood for like someone yes. by i was like we've moved we've already moved on from this and they're all here just making tiktoks dragging mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like it's just so offensive yeah and listeners know that we've always been a fan oh my god she's the goat mm-hmm. she's our she's our number one we love her she's on that she's on that list so anyways anyways this may be the shortest episode ever and you're unmedicated <laughs> that's i know i'm trying really hard <laughs> and i'm probably forgetting a lot of things to say <laughs> so, i'm so sorry and i didn't write any notes down so we hope you all enjoyed this episode should we talk more so it's not so no, short no, it's fine it's the new year go enjoy yourself have, have a new year's kiss have eat oh i also saw if you eat um black, black eyed peas, peas under a table you fall in love I don't know about under the table, but black eyed peas is a southern, maybe specifically yeah. southern black thing. But I don't know about it's the a southern undertale. black thing. I don't know about the under table thing. Under the table thing. Actually, I saw a white girl doing. That I think part. it started last year because I think it was a joke that somebody made. Because in like June, I started seeing people post videos saying, "So how are those under the table bitches doing?" Oh well, I saw one who was doing well. Apparently, well, good for her. I mean, it, would, it would work one time. If so many people do it, the chances are one person would actually, it would happen. And also, all of it is psychosomatic because if you think you did something, then you're going to follow through on that thing that you think you did and mm-hmm. you're going to think it's the universe playing through you. When in reality, it's just you made a conscious choice and then you're like, oh, I remember that. And like, let me follow through on the next action steps by yes. like, responding to someone's message texting them back asking mm-hmm. them out on a date like makes you a little braver yeah and there's nothing wrong with that i love a placebo we we've said that numerous times <laughs> we love placebos we love a placebo effect anyways have a wonderful new year tell us what your resolutions are and um maybe one of your resolutions is to help people and to that i say join our patreon yeah help us help us help you maybe we'll have new merch dropping in a few weeks Oh, yeah. We will see y'all next time. Nope. No? We'll circle back. Bye. Bye. But Am I Wrong is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production by Coco Lorenz. 
and production assistance by Melanie D. Watson.